Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Great to have your company this morning. Lots to get through. Big round of sport over the weekend. A big round of AFL footy as well. And, well, this our next guest would be well pleased with the way his team performed under some pressure. No question about that, given the slow start to the season. Um, the, the talk around his contract, which I know he accepts as part of the business, but when you turn up and play against an Adelaide Crows team who've been in some pretty good nick and you give them a nice old 59-point walloping, then that makes the weekend a bit more enjoyable. Leon Cameron's been good enough to join us. Welcome, Leon. G'day, Gary. How's things? No, we're going well. We've got Nathan Buckley with us. We're just sitting back. Bucks is in the uh, cheap seats uh, that I've been occupying for a long time now. <laughs> he's, he looks about 10 years younger. You got any advice for Leon? Yeah, I'm trying to support you as much as I can. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. how, how have you found it? Obviously, um, yeah, the challenge of the, the beginning of the season and, and trying to keep um, everything on track internally versus the the noise outside? Yeah, it's an interesting one, um, Bucks. I mean, clearly it's something that, you know, you went through last year and uh, I don't think there's any manual, perfect manual to go and, um, you know, learn at university on how do you handle these situations because it is what it is, Um and we're in a, you know, we're in a cutthroat business, and um, you know, so when you come out at the start of the year and say that you're parking contracts um, to the end of the year, there's always going to be speculation, mm. win or lose. So you're sort of in that sort of rock and a hard place. But um, in terms of handling it with the club, I mean, be lying to say there hasn't been some, you know, tense moments because you know our performances have been, you know, good for two and a half, three quarters, but then some blowout quarters that really cost us. So. Um, that's disappointing and every game that goes by, every week that goes by that you don't sort of salute or perform in the manner that you want, then, um, you know, a little bit of uncertainty creeps into your footy club. But um, oh, the, the week last week was really solid. They train really well and, you know, perform well on the weekend. They play with a level of confidence that probably hadn't seen for about three or four weeks, which is pleasing and always hard to do when you know that, you know, the, the things are circling on the outside about our performances as a club. So... When you um, when you have those bad quarters and bad footing, obviously you're showing, hey, this is what we're doing well, and this is the area of improvement for us. What have, have you when you sort of spoke about judge us on the next month or give us a month to see what we can do? Were there any specific focuses? I mean, without giving away game plan stuff, is there any specific focuses of how you wanted to go about your footy that you've that you've saw come to the fore on the weekend? Yeah, look. You're right. I mean, it's a general comment when you say judge us on um, our next month, which is clearly the number one thing is the W and the L in front of it because we're in that business. But what sits underneath that is our our, our contest and our stoppage stuff is intact. You know, we, we sit around that top four. That's, you know, we're, we're still cracking in and we're still getting that right. But that's what our list is built on. So I, I wouldn't expect that to be any different. It's just... Moving the ball from one end of the ground to the other has been has its challenges. Uh, on the weekend, we got some some serious traction, um, which was pleasing. Um, so that's one specific area, um, and probably just defending in our front half. It's been okay. It's been better than last probably couple of years, but we're not any getting any reward out of it. And right. um, probably having players like 
Toby Green come back in who can make something out of nothing in a scrambled situation when you've got 36 plays in your front half helps. And a couple of goals on the weekend that he just made up from nothing helps. So getting a bit of reward from that is probably the, those are the two things that we need to continue to work on. Do we take that into account enough? I mean, there's always the attitudes of the coaches and you know, it's the same and it's admirable. Oh, look, we, we don't use excuses. We just we play what's in front of us. But I mean, the reality is when you've got someone like that who's not in your front half, when it has been a bit of an issue for you, then it's going to make a difference. Yeah, he does. Um, oh, look, I, behind closed doors, there's no doubt. Um, Gary, we, you know, you discuss if you're trying to fix up and, and piece some things together when, when you do have some of your quality out or players that have a, a huge standing in amongst your footy club, which Toby does, and... Um, um, you know, he played a game last week against St Kilda and he was a bit, you know, he's always going to be a bit rusty after six weeks out and no match practice. But then I didn't expect to, to, to see what he would do on the weekend in the first half. I mean, it was like, mm. he, it was like he was in the middle of the year last year. Um, he kicked four and four goals, two in the first half and just, you know, we jumped on his back and the players just grow in confidence as well. So he's got that, you know, that amount of ability to do that. So, um, you know, we're really pleased with that. But... Well, there's no doubt having some good continuity with your group. I mean, we brought Hogan back in and we hadn't had Hogan and Green for the entire first six weeks as well together. So those two work really well together. But, um, you know, we move on this week to the catch, which is another challenge. And um, we know their defence is first class. So we're going to have some challenges to get through that and, and penetrate them. Leon, the other Green seems to be going really well also after being... I suppose on the fringe for a period and, and having to hone his craft and, and bring his strengths to the fore, but geez, we're seeing it in spades at the moment. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we know how our list has been built and, um, um, you know, us and the sons have sort of come in as we know over the last 10 years and we've had some high end talent um, and, 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 and sort of nurturing that talent, but also challenging that talent. To, to perform in all different ways, not just bring your strengths, but you also got to understand the defensive side and all the other elements that come with AFL footy. So Tom's, um, you know, came through our academy, which is fantastic. And um, we always knew that, you know, he's going to be a very, very good player, but, you know, we made him earn it in his first couple of years. Um, you know, there was he was in for three or four weeks and then he'd go out of the team for a week or two. And people might look at that and go, um, look at him now and say, well, how does that happen? Well, it happens because you know you just you've got to earn your stripes, and he has. He's a, he's an unbelievable young kid. He's driven. Um, you know he's you know he could be a future leader of our footy club. And what you see in front of us right now is just a a really good start, especially when we've been struggling. And he's a third year player, and he's sort of been holding us together a little bit in the midfield. Um, it's a it's a pretty awesome effort. And on the weekend, some of his handball and some of his release of our boys into space was first class. I think you. I think it's uh, the outside um, determination of things can can be, um, you know, myopic. You don't get the whole picture. So only the coaches and the coaching staff know exactly what each player needs at different times to bring them along. But obviously, you've you've pulled the right reins with Tom. Another one is is Finn Callahan. He's come in like the last three games or his first three games, um, just you know, run off the back. Um, has some real dash in him. He, you must be excited by his prospects and his, his beginning. Yeah, I mean, it, it sort of balances our uh, our list out a little bit, Bucks. I mean, we've got some really tough um, players in our in our contest, and our stoppage is 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 strong. And we just need a, a little bit of that polish and a bit of speed around the outside. And uh, 
and he's came in off the back of a tough pre-season. I mean, he's had a you know he had a toe issue um, for most of the pre-season, so we were deliberate in our in our ways with building him up and taking how much load he could deal with, and then also how many games we gave him. I think we gave him about four or five games in the in the lower level before we played him, and now his his last three have been you know getting better and better. I think we probably didn't know. Uh, how composed he was in traffic. Um, we probably had a feeling, and you'd see it a little bit of mm. training, but uh, his last two weeks, just in amongst traffic, he just feels though he's got that extra second. Um, we know those players that play in the AFL that can make really good decisions in tight situations, and um, you know he's been doing that really well and fitting in well, so it was wrapped for him. He looks like a beauty. We're speaking with Leon Cameron, the coach of the Giants, about a 59-point win over the Adelaide Crows, who were in pretty good touch coming into the weekend. So from your own point of view, and I don't want to dwell on this, but it, it, how does it look for the next month, the next six weeks, eight weeks in terms of what happens going forward? Have you set a time? Have you set a date? Or is it just let us coach, let us get to the back half of this year? I mean, where does it sit from that? And, you know, because what happens is, as you've seen reported over the past week or so, that you know your relationship's untenable with uh, Matthews and McCartney and all these different stories happen. Have you got any certainty about a, a, a time? Yeah, look, I understand that, um, you know, people probably, you know, chip away because performances aren't to the level they need to and then they'll look for the little cracks that probably, you know, they're just not there. Um, and, um, you know, you sit back behind the, you know, this is what happens in a footy club and Bucks would know that. Um, and Gary, you'd know that even though, you know, it's been a while since you were in the, in the system. Um, when, you, when you're not going well, they'll look for anything. And that's just life. That's what happens. And so you've got to stand up and, and be counted. And that's what we're doing at the moment. But um, we've always said at the end of the year, because at the end of the year, it's a decision for the footy club for, on both accounts. It's a club. The next coach will be um, either myself or someone else. And it's not a one-year deal. It's a three- or four-year deal. Yeah. Because we're, in a, we're an evolving list. You know, We're not the 2019 grand final team three years ago. You know, we've probably got about eight players from that from that side out out of our team. Um, they've either moved on, retired, or whatever. So we've we've got a number of young kids come up. I think we're we're bottom six in terms of games experience played. So a revolving list. So that the decision is a big one. And so there's two parts to that. One is, if I'm not improving the list throughout 2022, and currently right now, if I if it doesn't look like I'm improving our players or improving our game plan, um, then that's not going to lead to the results we're after. Um, so then the decision at the end of the year is probably a, a relatively easy one. Um, and on, on, on the flip side, the coach has got to be all in. I've got to be all in. And, um, you know, being 10 years in the system, it's a, it's a, it's a tough job. It's a, it's a pressure job, but it's one I really love at the moment. And people might think that am I getting, you get tired, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying I love the game last week against St Kilda, bar the 10 minutes where we made some really crucial mistakes. Now, the result was a 17-point loss, but I could see a lot right in that game. Um, and that, 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 went, that ticked over to the Adelaide game the next week. So I'm really enjoying rocking up and coaching. Clearly, throughout the year, there's going to be more heightened moments because of performances. You know, if there's not good ones, then that's going to jump into our footy club. But um, um, that's where it's at. Um, at the end of the year is the timeline. We have a discussion. Um, is it me or is it someone else? And that's a mature discussion. I know that's hard for people to get their head around sometimes, but my job right now is to keep improving the list, and I'm really confident that I can do that. that that's fantastic. I mean, that is as honest and open as you can be. Absolutely. And, and so in your own mind, you 
and the club, well, you know, you've got to decide whether you want to coach beyond this year, given what's going to unfold over the next 8, 10, 12, 14 weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I mean, you know, when, you, when you've been in a club, as I said, for 10 years, um, you've got to make sure you've still got the players as well. And, um, you know, I loved our performance on the weekend, but and, uh, um, but equally the St Kilda game, and I'm harped on that game as well, but our boys are there. They're, you know, I can look it in their eyes and I know that they're, they're giving everything they've got. We've just been a bit rough around the edges on a few things. Um, and I know that, um, you know, you talked about Finn Callahan and Tom, Tom Green and Connor Iden and all these guys. They're improving. And so if that improvement still continues to come in the way that I think it will come, then it'll be a great decision for the club to have at the end of the year. And, um, but no doubt there'll be some rocky roads <laughs> until we get there. I appreciate the honesty. Um, people Great. can interpret things a whole heap of different ways, but I think that's as honest as you can possibly be, and we appreciate you for being up front and um, giving us some time, and good luck for next week and beyond. No, nah, thanks, Buck. Thanks, Gary. Well Talk done, Leon. Leon Cameron, job. coach of the Giants. Um, um, yeah, that, was, that was awesome. So that makes sense to you? No, look, I Does just, it resonate with you? Yeah, absolutely. I just love it when... People, you, you, when people take ownership for their situation, and that they they're authentic with what's going on, and and they and they're at ease with the fact that it could go this way or that way, you you can sense that you mm. sense that. So whether it's a player, a coach, or an administrator, when when someone speaks openly and candidly from the heart, mm. and and talks about their yeah you know, a little bit of yeah you know, it could go this way, it could go that way, but I'm this is what my challenge is right now. I, th- I think. We love to hear that. And right. That was that was a brilliant, a brilliant. Response. So if he get they get, I'm, I'm just spitballing. So they play Geelong next week and they lose by sixty. We shouldn't go back to the well and say we probably will. I know we will because yeah. that's what that's where it goes. Yeah. But it's not a fait accompli. This is him saying this is going to be a process that will take some time to make sure that. And the thing I'm interested in, and you said this yourself, do I want to go on? It's not just a one way. Ticket. Well, the old school mentality is if you hear that, well, then oh, this bloke must not want to do Because that's it. what people jump to the conclusion, yeah, therefore he's not invested. Because the old school mentality is you hold and you you scratch and you Fight. bite and, you, and you just, you're holding onto something so tight because you don't let it go. That doesn't actually result in, in the best uh, outcome, either for the individual that's doing it or for the club. So you've got someone, if you're prepared to let something go, you can actually chase it and, and tip more into it. I mm. think... He's he's obviously in a really good headspace. He's going to give his players the best chance to come from a really solid platform with his emotional consistency, which seems to be there. Yep. And then we'll find out what the what GW and they, if they if they get development in this second or the the, the last two thirds of the year, and that they put some consistent form together and start tracking the right way, he could be coaching there for the next five or six years. Really good um, analysis. Great interview. I lo- well, not by us, but by Leon, who just was honest, and I love that. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain, or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.